Welcome back to Apologetics for Tweens. This is Tom Griffin. Let's further our discussion about other religions and address the question today, could Hinduism or maybe Buddhism be true? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for how you bless us all each day. I pray that everyone who needs to hear this message will find it and that it will lead them to the truth and a deep belief in you that they can maintain for life. Amen. First, Hinduism. It may be the strangest religion to explore, and it's fascinating. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but it involves characters like humans with animal heads and multiple arms and legs and figures that look to be straight out of mythology. It claims to be the oldest religion in the world, and probably is. Does that qualify to make it true? No, unfortunately not. Let's learn about some of the key aspects of it and determine if it could be true. Using both our Law of Non-Contradiction test and scripture from Galatians 1.8 and 1 Timothy 4.1, we have to say that Hinduism is not true if Christianity is true, because it not only teaches opposites, but teaches a gospel different from what the apostles preached. What are some of the elements of Hinduism? First of all, Hindu comes from the word that means religion. There's no known founder. It's categorized under a worldview of pantheism. Uh, God is all, you may recall, and sort of polytheism also, which means there's many gods. They believe that everything is part of God, Brahman, and that's the universe, and also that there are millions of gods, even individual gods for anyone that can be sort of manifestations. There are three main ones, Vishnu, the creator, Brahma, the preserver, and Shiva, the destroyer. And they kind of all work sometimes together and sometimes against each other to create this cycle that goes on eternally. It's sort of their version of a trinity in, in a sense, except they believe they're all gods uh, and that they're different gods. Uh, you might think of these as avatars, if that makes it easier. They don't really believe that these are physical beings, uh, but they do think they exist in space and time. You can maybe figure that out better than me, how that those two could both exist. Um, each has a goddess wife, and a lot of people even worship the wives instead. They have a belief in the Vedas which is uh, their most ancient scriptures, and something called the Bhagavad Gita. Um, they believe in karma, sort of what goes around comes around, and reincarnation. Uh, you know what that is probably, that you know we die and become another being. Their view is that based on our current life, it was a good life, then we'll become a better being maybe a different person. If it was, we lived a bad life, we may get um, you know, punished for that. And maybe, maybe we'll be a cockroach in our next life. They believe in meditation and kind of yoga is instrumental to this uh, belief. They believe that all life is precious. Here's a few problems, just a, a couple on the surface. 
if the universe and all of us are part of God, that's pantheism, what created the universe? Because we know the universe had a beginning, but not in their religion. Their scriptures are not historical, cannot be verified historically. There are no characters, authors, eyewitnesses that were actual people that can be confirmed. And it reads absolutely just like myth and legend. Also, there can only be one creator, God. They believe all gods are powerful, but there has to be one God that is more powerful. And that God cannot have an equal and must be uncaused and eternal. We covered this before, and that's the source of the cause of the universe. So all of what we've already covered goes against their basic beliefs. The main thing I would say about Hinduism is that similar to other religions than Christianity, it has a lot of rituals and is a worship of idols. But it is ingrained into their culture and very difficult to remove that. They would be ostracized from family if they took on an exclusive belief in Jesus. However, they're happy to add Jesus as one more God that they worship. I'll end this overview by something I found interesting but typical. I've made 10 trips to India uh, for business activities, and to this day I have numerous friends in India that I communicate with. One such friend and I had a conversation about religion. He actually has an advanced degree in philosophy, so one would think that he has some understanding of logic. When I asked him his thoughts about God and religions, he said that he believes in them all, but he doesn't know if one of them is true or not. He said that he prays each week to Jesus, to Allah, and to all the Hindu gods, and tries to visit each place of worship regularly. I was really dumbfounded. I said, do you really believe all those gods are real? He said, no, but he wasn't sure which one, so he was hedging his bet to be worshiping all of them, hedging his bet. Another friend of mine said something similar. He doesn't believe they're real either, but he believes it helps make them a better person by wanting to believe it. Well, friends, the problem is if the Christian God is true, then his worship practices of the other gods is idolatry. Whether or not he's in position to be saved, I guess that's up to God. But I found this to be a very strange way to look at things. But I will say Hindus are generally friendly to all religions. But I would say that in India currently, there's also a kind of rebellion or a cleansing going on against both Islam and Christianity spearheaded by the government. So be careful if you ever travel over there. Now let's just say a few words about Buddhism. Uh, but I don't have a lot to say about it, so this will be fairly quick. I don't really consider Buddhism a religion. It's more of a philosophy. There aren't any gods, and it's all about self-awareness. They do believe also in reincarnation. We talked about that briefly. They believe that existence is suffering and that the suffering is caused by our desire. So therefore, we must deny our desires. But I would say, where does our desires where do our desires come from? From sin. And we can't overcome sin on our own. 
we have to have Jesus. Meditation is just not enough. And there are very few historical facts other than we know Buddha was a man and there's some stories about his early life and how he found this sort of philosophy. But there's no proof anyone has ever gained enlightenment, enlightenment, which is the, the primary goal. And how would you know if they did? That's it for today. Take care.